Harimbarat's own research um, shows that people receiving the, the grant actually increased the, the probability of being employed by about 3% relative to someone who, who did not get the grant. So it, it, it was never the intention of the SRD grant to create employment or uh, to you know, facilitate people's entry into employment. The intention of the grant is to deal with, uh, with poverty and destitution and hunger and the, the, the hunger is extreme in South Africa. One in five families are sending out someone to uh, to beg for food on a regular basis. So this is the crisis we're dealing with in the country. And for Harun Borat, uh, you know, a reputable academic, to suggest that we must wait for the informal sector to be built, while half the population who who who, who rely on this grant, either directly or indirectly, according to a study by UNU Wider and need to wait for the informal sector to develop. It's completely ludicrous. Um, you know, uh, the, the, the issue is that, you know, as the president stated, uh, the recent studies show that the SRD grant has lifted millions of people out of food poverty. And there's studies, uh, you know, at Harim Barat's own institution by Saldru at UCT, but also at the University of Johannesburg, which shows that the grant, while it may not uh, put grant beneficiaries into employment, what it does is it provides a stimulus into local economies because of the new spending. And as a result, it helps to stimulate, you know, the small businesses in that area, in those areas and indirectly uh, uh, helps to stimulate uh, employment. So uh, this is, you know, this is the result of an extremely small grant, 350 Rand. Can you imagine what the impact mm. would be mm-hmm. if the size of that grant for example. Especially when you talk about, I mean, waiting for the informal sector to develop in this current economy when people are in, in, in you know, in so much distress, that alone could pose some serious challenges. Absolutely. And, you know, that's something that we've emphasized to policymakers and to the president himself, that, you know, there's certain structural interventions that need to take place in order to transform the nature of our economy, to diversify the economic sectors, to deal with deindustrialization, to build manufacturing and all those things. But these are medium term interventions. In the meantime, people are, you know, on the many people on the edge of starving actually and um, you know this massive food insecurity and poverty needs to be dealt with in the short term so what has been shown is that interventions like the srd grant uh, can be rolled out very quickly and on a large scale at at its height 10.9 million people were receiving the srd grant in march last year and it's estimated as i said that with two or so dependents benefiting indirectly that about half the population in South Africa is benefiting in some way from these grants. To, su- to suggest that these should be withdrawn in, the, in, in favor of medium-term interventions is unbelievably callous and short-sighted. Uh, you know, it's, it's really difficult to understand, you know, academics sometime who seem to, sometimes who seem to live uh, in, in a different uh, universe from the rest of us. And it's interesting because this is also coming amid the calls by some organizations to actually increase this and make it a basic income grant. So certainly when this conversation rages on versus what is contained in this particular article, it could it could also further, you know, uh, this debate and continue it other than to just get into whether or not if South Africa is going to really implement the basic income grant as some are calling for. 
Yes, I mean, there's no, there's no doubt. You know, in March uh, 2024, the SRD grant is supposed to expire. You know, the Minister of Finance has gone on record as saying, in an election year, it would be impossible to discontinue the the SRD grant. You know, so the question is, uh, is it going to be extended? Is a basic income support grant going to take its place? And I think many organisations in society, including ours uh, as IJ, who are part of a universal basic income coalition, are of the view that we now need to move and to have certainty about setting in place that form of basic income which um, has been shown both in terms of international evidence and South African evidence to have so many benefits in terms of uplifting communities, in terms of getting people into economic activity, and also, yes, to assist people uh, in finding jobs. But when you refer to the QLFS at the beginning of this interview about the loss of jobs, it's clear that for many people, the idea of finding jobs at this point is a cruel illusion and that, uh, you know, they are, they are not going to be able to use very meager, limited resources to find jobs that aren't there. All right. So we need we need multiple interventions to address this. And basic income is one important element of that. Thank you very much, Neil, for those insights. That is uh, Neil Coleman from the Institute for Economic Justice, of course, talking about uh, that theme of jobs. And as we've seen there with Stadzese talking about some of the declines that we are seeing.